Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... Juno Steel and What Lies Beyond. Leadership leaves no time for doubt, but the human mind will always leave a seat at the negotiation table for the voice that doubts, and I've learned that the only way to continue past it is to give it its time to speak, let it exhaust itself, and then do the work while it recovers. And so I let the voice shout, you will regret this even if you can't see how, even if there's no good reason why you should. When I open my eyes, I hear the doubter one last time, because he is sitting at the interrogation table I've prepared in this ship's main office. But then it quiets, as I knew it would. If I'm wrong, and I'm not, then so be it. But the time for doubt is over. She who hesitates is lost, as they say, and the situation Juno Steele has found himself in is too dire for me to lose. So, Director W, huh? When we last met, I told you I would take care of the problem with Agent Burgess. Now I have. You could have given me a heads up before I made a change in career. I could say the same. (sighs) Petty crime. Then at least you wouldn't have been on my radar. If I promise I'll only mug corner stores from now on, will you let me go? I can't, I'm afraid. The six of you have made your mess, and it's big enough that I have to come clean it, no matter our personal history. Juno, you have no idea how dangerous you've made yourselves. You're right. I don't. (sighs) Sasha, you know I want you to be right, don't you? This would all be a lot easier for me if it turned out we were on the same side here. And I want you to see reason. I take no joy in this. Yeah, well, you haven't given me a hell of a lot of reason to see, all right? You show up here, you shoot me, and then you lock up my goddamn family, and even after you got everything you wanted, you're still here, interrogating me. That's an interesting choice of word. So is this not an interrogation, then? No, no, this is very much an interrogation. I meant family. A Rinko's term, I imagine? Yeah, so what if it is? Because you do not know these people as well as you think you do, Juno. I have evidence to that effect, and because I have it, you have it. The hell is this? A signal we received three days ago. Agent G was attempting to pursue you ever since your remote-controlled adventure in Morpheus High Security Data, but we didn't know your precise location until we received this signal. Losing you was only one of their many mistakes. They heard one of yours say you were after the Cure Mother Prime, chose to let you all find it for us, then nearly lost you. Showy. Pointless. This says it's a distress signal, sent four times over two hours. And not via the carte blanche itself, either. We've checked your comms relays and they don't line up. Are you starting to see what's happened here? Someone on the ship tipped you off. Exactly. And the problem here is that we don't know who or why. I think in your shoes that's a freebie, not a problem. Past directors of Dark Matters may have felt that way. But this is a different organization now, with different priorities. Looking through our old records, I've found the same thing again and again. The Dark Matter's flare, the legends of lone gunmen and black suits who disappear you in the night. It only prevents us from solving the problems we should be solving. 
before they get out of control. So someone on this ship sent us a distress signal. They did so several times, so we know it was not a mistake. And I don't like thinking that my agents might be playing into someone's hand here. I want to know who sent this signal. Hell, it wasn't me. Of course not. You wouldn't ask me for help when we lived in the same building. I can't think of any reason you'd do it across the galaxy. And why the hell are we still talking? Well, I thought you might miss me, for one thing. You lousy- And for another, I need your help. And that's the honest truth, Juno. (laughs) Unbelievable. Your family won't give me the information I need because they don't trust me. But the fact remains that I need them to talk, and I will get them to talk one way or another. Well, what's a war crime between friends, right? Dark Matters is not at war, Juno. We are the referees of war. And it brings me no pleasure to tell you that I have seen the ways our specialists can pull secrets from anyone. I have tested some myself, and I can guarantee that several of your crewmates would not survive their use. Orinko, particularly. I don't want to go that route. That's why you're here. Because these people trust you. They might actually talk to you. And then we could all avoid a lot of pain. I'm sorry. Let me get this straight. Your big offer here is that either I figure out the answer to your question or you torture my family to death? So, which will it be? (sighs) I know which. I would not have asked if I didn't already know the answer. Through Dark Matters, I have learned that certainty is the most precious resource there is. In our own labs, we've found that panic levels rise higher for those who can't guarantee their next meal but manage to eat than they do for people who are told truthfully that they will never eat again. Certainty is difficult to come by, but unlike previous directors, I've already taken strides to ensure my survival, whatever the cost to myself. It's a complex game with one very simple rule. You never take any bet you aren't certain you'll win. And there is no bet I'm more certain about than this one, with Juno Steele. Even if I haven't been completely honest with him about what's really on the table here. I am Director W of Dark Matters. I have known Juno longest out of anyone still alive. So when I position this conversation as I have, creating distrust in his cohorts, angering him, guilting him, his response could not surprise me less. Fine, I'll help you figure it out. Whatever. I'm pleasantly surprised, Juno. I worried this might become difficult. And if you're willing to cooperate, then I'm willing to give you your first lead. Generous of you. One of your number has gone missing. Went missing, in fact, just as we boarded your vessel. Our sound probe picked up a recording of him playing a traditional outer instrument with the rest of you. Wait, what? But by the time I entered the room, only five of you were present. I've asked several of my agents to find him, but they've yet to manage it. Is, is that the... You told a few of them to clean up the mess Agent G left, is that what you meant? <laughs> what did you think I meant, Juno? Their corpse? Have I ever been that cruel? <laughs> we'll be speaking with Orinko in a moment. As your leader, she is likely to know the most. And admittedly, the agent guarding her needs a reprieve. Messed him up that bad, huh? She's been talking his ear off for hours now. She is something else, isn't she? Nobody else like her, that's for sure. Juno may think he's hidden his reaction to my news, but his word choice tells me everything I need to know. 
Redirecting to an inconsequential question regarding my phrasing accomplishes two tasks simultaneously. First, it allows him to control the conversation when he feels powerless, and second, solving one of his mysteries, however small, is always a balm for him. I've touched a nerve. Now I'll leave it exposed and see how he reacts when I touch it again. It should be acknowledged that I take no joy in manipulating Juno like this, but decades of pulling him out of gutter after gutter have taught me that some people insist on being dragged kicking and screaming to their own best interests. And if that's who I have to be, so be it. I've played the role before. When Orinko enters, I see that Agent L-10's report was accurate. The famous Buddy Orinko patter is on at full force. Ah, here she is at last. Oh, not you, Director. To be upfront, I plan to spend the majority of this visit forgetting that you exist. Life was much more pleasant that way. But my office! What a makeover! Police state looks good on the old girl, doesn't it? But something feels off. A glance at Juno confirms this. He seems as confused as I am. He wipes it off his face, but not quickly enough. Buddy, I'm, uh, I mean, this isn't what it looks like. Oh, don't bother I... with the introduction, darling. Agent Late has explained the situation in full. Your guard is to be referred to as Agent L-10, not Agent L-8. Oh, is that his name? So sorry. A psychological slip, clearly. I gave him my order nearly four hours ago, and I am sorry to tell you, Madam Director, but your agent is late. <laughs> if you want something from the agents, buddy... Answering their questions is probably the only way we're going to get it. And the more questions we answer, the more we get, then? Well, how many crimes must I confess to in order to get my freedom back? Will that come before or after 10% off on one dozen sweet thang donuts at all participating locations? Ms. Arinko. Mrs., actually. As of, oh, five hours now, I'd say. I would have extended an invitation, darling, except that I despise you. Juno, get her under control, You're or... specialist. Right, whatever. Listen, buddy... Dark Matter says a distress signal was sent out from our location three days ago, around the time that we were after the Cure Mother Prime. They're offering to go easy on us if we can tell them who sent it, and on top of Rita, that... Rita, I would imagine. Wait, what? Well, the calculus is fairly simple, isn't it? Jet was repairing the car, I was pounding away on Death's door, even if the bum stood me up, and you, Ransom and Vespa, were under heavy fire from all directions. Rita was the only one of us, both unattended and unoccupied. You're certain about that? No, wait, hold on. It doesn't make any sense for it to be Rita. The EMPs in that place knocked her comms out two seconds after she let the book loose. Oh, so they did! Then I suppose none of us must have done it. My closing a case is very satisfying feeling, isn't it? No wonder you enjoy it so much. Then why did you say Rita in the first place? Well, of the six of us, she's most likely to make noise, isn't she? You should hear the din from my cell, Juno. They have me in the med bay and Rita in the mess hall next door, and constantly I hear her tapping on the metal plate of the wall. Ding, 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 ding. A noise that goes completely through me. Why, I had a drive agent late mad just to keep from going mad myself, darling. And that takes ever so much out of a girl. It really does. Don't flatter yourself, Orinko. Senior agents have been trained to resist the worst psychological torture in the galaxy. I would guess they are. It's a shame that you've brought all of these rookies with you then, isn't it? Rookies? What? She doesn't know what she's talking about. Oh, Juno, haven't you heard? If there are senior officers here, there aren't many. And given how your old friend has treated Agent G, rest their withered soul, I think it's easy to say where they went. While my guard was helping Rita's guard to contain her sobbing, I saw a third putting on Agent G's discarded uniform. From cadet to subdirector in one afternoon. Sasha knows how to treat those most loyal to her, doesn't she? Is that true, Sasha? Director W. And this is not relevant to our line of questioning. Oh, but I rather think it is. It explains why none of you have been able to find Ransom yet, after all. Do you know where he is? Is he safe? I could count the number of times I've known Ransom's location for certain on one finger, darling. I'd show you which one, but I fear our friend Sasha might take offense. 
It appears each one of us has been given only one guard, plus the one outside this very door, despite the fact that your friend crashed my wedding with 14 agents. The others must be off looking for ransom, and good luck to them. Honestly, Juno, I saw several agents looking for the man in cabinets, drawers, tissue That's boxes. enough! This vessel has been confiscated by Dark Matters. We can search wherever we choose for whatever we choose. And if you do not cooperate, Mrs. Orinko, I will send you back to your cell immediately. Oh, well, if that's the case, then surely Jet's at the signal that you're so worried about. How could he? He was right next to that EMP when it went off. Ah, you see, Juno, if you want to help an agent, you must think like an agent. And that means distractions like evidence should never come into it. But I'll tell you gratis that these rookies have been giving our pilot much more attention than the rest of us. Two guards, and every time he so much as coughs, every agent on the ship jumps near out of their suit. They act like they've caught a real celebrity, which is terribly insulting to me. Anyone with any manners at all should know to act utterly stricken in my presence. Your friend Sasha is demonstrating that quite well right now. This is your last chance, Mrs. Orenko. We have other ways of getting information from you. Oh, torture, you mean? I'm afraid Agent Eight has beaten you to the punch there on two counts, Sasha. Although I can only show you one. What the hell? You're bluffing. Your file mentions extensive radiation damage. Those burns on your forearm Liar. must be- we saw radiation damage in the Academy. Together, this is a chemical burn and you know it. I never authorized this. Oh, go easy on her, darling. Selective memory is a common affliction among officers of the law. I cut my arm while Agent Late was confiscating every sharp or metal object in the med bay, and when I asked if he could disinfect it for me, he used the wrong bottle. Can you imagine? Medical-grade disinfecting typically only possesses 3% hydrogen peroxide, because it's incredibly caustic, but the stuff Vespa uses for her experiments, why, that can get as high as 40 or 50%. That's enough. I would agree, but I don't think your agents do. Just after this little burn, they took it upon themselves to poison me. Wire, what the hell do you think you're trying to pull? Poison you with what? Mashed potatoes, if I had to guess. I was retching too much to fully taste them. That's protein paste, which we fed to every one of you. You haven't been poisoned. You gave her food? You moron, of course she's poisoned. Whatever kind of stunt you think you're pulling, Juno... Just do a goddamn scan on her, all right? She doesn't have a stomach. She has a... What the hell is it called? Ethanol synthesizer. And it can handle nothing thicker than a bold Pinot Noir. You may as well have stuffed your mashed potatoes into the fuel tank of an especially breathtaking hover cycle. This is nonsense. Agent Late, uh, rather, Agent L-10, come escort Orenko back to her cell. She refuses to cooperate. She's gonna drop dead, Wire. Oh, let's not be too dramatic, dear. Likely my machinery will short-circuit and I'll be electrocuted from within over several hours. My, that is by nature quite dramatic, isn't it? And what, may I ask, have you been requesting to fix this? The key to your cell? Our doctor has handled situations worse than this before. You should have seen me when Rita tried to mix a white Russian, heavy cream, and half a stick of butter lodged in my engines without a drop of liquor to speak of. Told you not to ask her to mix you a cocktail. She says the booze ruins the taste. Bless her. The only way we were able to rid my stomach of the concoction was through swift surgery, isn't that right, Juno? Uh, yeah, right. Surgery. And so, if you would give my darling wife the proper equipment and bring her to me... That's enough. If your solution is for me to put an assassin in your cell with a scalpel, it's clear enough what you're really after. L-10, take her back. And don't feed her anything, understood? Yes, Director. Well, you can't blame a girl for trying, can you, Sasha? Oh, do be careful near me, Agent dear. I'm not certain what extended misuse of this artificial stomach might result in. I'm just as likely to vomit on you as I am to explode, and I imagine the dry cleaning on those suits must be terribly, terribly... Admittedly, I did not expect Orinko to be so obvious in her escape attempt. I chose her first to get a better sense of how this crew operates, and I succeeded. Deception and shell games. 
Impressive cons, but still the same breed that go after tourists' creds on street corners. Juno looks absolutely livid as she leaves. To avoid the vulnerability of bias, I must be honest about my emotions, and so I must note that there is something reassuring in the familiarity of his furious face. The things I've seen, even over just the past few years, it's a little piece of a simpler world having the same old Juno here. Some people never change. That's pretty messed up, Wire. You can drop the act, Juno. Sure, the Vespa thing was an act, fine, but I'll only admit it because your agents are going to kill her if they don't do something. You said if I cooperated, you wouldn't torture my family. <sighs> Arinko's ruined her chance at the easy road regardless. After a stunt like that, she won't be speaking with you again. You don't get the first thing about how this family works. If Vespa finds out you poisoned her wife, she's not going to say anything besides all the ways she's planning to wring our necks. Jet's going to clam up, and Reed will cry too hard for you to get a word out of her. So if you want to throw out all the evidence you've got in one move, go for it. But don't expect any goddamn results, Fine. What does she need, then? And tell the truth, Juno, or she will die in there. <sighs> and just like that, I'm certain the truth is coming. Never take a gamble you aren't sure you can win. And gambling on Juno's guilt comes up the same way every time. Nail polish remover. Nail polish remover. Some chemical and nail polish remover cleans food residue off her guts. If you look in her room, you'll see she's got about three times as many bottles as one person needs. It's called a merdigestifs. This is ridiculous. Yeah, well, you wanted me to help you understand these people, so that's what I'm doing, all right? If I'm wrong and she drinks that stuff, she's going to burn out her insides anyway. <sighs> Fine. We'll get this over with. L10, this is confirmation to give Arenko her nail polish remover. Run a chemical test to confirm there's nothing abnormal in the bottles. Director out. There. Are you ready for the next interrogation? That's it? We're not gonna, like, compare notes or anything? We didn't get anything out of Arinko. Can't help but notice that doesn't seem to bother you. I'll get my answers one way or another. And in the meantime, you're wasting money and time on this. Why? You sound like hell, Wire. When was the last time you slept? Your interrogations never used to be this messy. My sleeping schedules are classified, and I see no mess. What are you talking about? You let Buddy walk all over you. I don't need your help, Juno. Apparently you do, because it's getting harder by the second for me to tell what you're even looking for, and an interrogation without a point isn't an interrogation, it's a family dinner. I know that. Maybe I am a little rusty. When you join upper management, you lose some of the fundamentals not enough time to practice them. Look, you're not getting any sympathy out of me. I don't expect any. But... I believe you, okay? I believe that you don't want to sick your specialists on these people, and I believe you think you're doing the right thing. I don't agree, but I believe you're being honest. What does that matter? Because maybe, only on that level, we're on the same side, actually. We don't want these people to get more hurt than they have to, and if that's what you really want, Wire, you gotta meet me halfway here. I've already compromised more Yeah, than and none of those compromises are worth a damn thing if you won't tell me what we're actually doing here. The distress signal's part of it. So is our missing guy. But Buddy just said you have your goddamn agents looking in sock drawers, and you didn't deny it. And you're smart enough to know that Ransom isn't six inches tall. There's something else on this ship you want. The Cure Mother Prime. Oh, stop. I this is sad, Wire. Buddy's in the med bay, so you've already searched that room, and the Cure Mother Prime wasn't even hidden. You have it. But you're still looking for some... What do you call it? Class X Radical? <sighs> I can't help you find the thing you're looking for if I don't know what it is. It's that simple. So if you actually want my help, if this isn't all an act, 
You need to tell me, okay? Fine. I'll tell you what I can. Let me bring up my notes. And thank you for being as helpful as you have been, Juno. I know it must not be easy. Yeah, well... I attempt to blush. Before I open my notes on disclosable information about the Cure Mother Prime, I bring up my outline of this conversation. I check off the following rows. 1. Present an interrogation which appears poorly controlled. 2. Thank Juno after initial resistance. 3. Perform embarrassment. I wrote this plan two weeks ago. So far, I've been correct on every beat between Juno and myself. Arinko doesn't matter. The only interrogation I'm focusing on here is the one Juno's forgotten about. The interrogation of Juno Steele. So what's this radical? A radical is any person or object with the potential to cause significant change to civilized human life as we know it. I know know what you psychos think a radical is. You and your old boss explained it to me almost 20 years ago now. Hated it then, hate it now. The end of that thought was that a radical's class denotes the potential amount of change it could cause. The key to disarming Mtendeda's weapons is a Class C radical. The hacking program you stole from Morpheus is Class A. And Class X? Are supposed to come once in a millennium. By our definition, fire was the first Class X in human history. Others include written language, computing machines, faster-than-light space travel. They present a total shift in every facet of daily human life. Yet somehow, you all have managed to collect two Class X radicals on the same ship. The Cure Mother Prime. Yes. And? I will tell you what I can, but it's going to be roundabout. I apologize for that, but it's necessary. Why? Well, all things considered, I'd rather keep you alive. Yeah, okay, so that's a decent reason. We'll start with the Cure Mother Prime, which was stored in its facility 16 years before you took it. But the task of procuring it initially, that started long, long before. It was found in one of the galaxies next door to ours. Oh, you said you were going to tell me the truth. I am. Cross-galactic travel is impossible. It takes too long. You'd never survive it. You're correct. The voyage, one way, took 100 years. None of the drone's launch technicians in the Milky Way were alive when it arrived, and none of its operators were alive when it landed back on Earth. But hold on. If the trip was 100 years one way, and they had it locked up for 16 years... Are you going to let me give you the important parts of this information anytime soon? That doesn't make any sense. Fresh Stars Incorporated is an Outer Rim Corp, but they and the Solar Government made that facility together. You mean at the start of the Galactic Civil War they were palling around together? The question you should be asking is, what could have happened that was terrible enough to cause two recently sworn enemies to cooperate for two centuries? And the answer... The galaxy they took the Prime from sent something to us first. What, like a drone? A spaceship? (laughs) Nothing sentient. Dark Matters would have had a harder time hiding that. A cross-galactic meteorite carrying a very pervasive and very destructive virus. It landed on the Outer Rim planet Osiris just over 200 years ago, and within 10 hours, every human life on the planet was dead. After this event, the four pharma corps in question elected to- stop, stop. You're going to tell the goddamn story. You've got to do it in a way I can actually understand. I've never heard of Osiris, and I've never heard of a virus that can wipe out, what, thousands of people in ten hours? The population of Osiris was two billion at the time of the event. The transmission vector of the virus remains unknown, but we suspect it had elements both airborne and cognitive. And if you've heard of neither Osiris nor its death, well, Dark Matters was involved. May I continue? Sure, I guess. The virus never spread further than Osiris. 
Luckily, its symptoms presented instantly, and it incapacitated pilots across the planet before any flights could leave for other worlds. Luckily, two billion... This is why we suspect a partial cognitive vector. The meteor crash was broadcast live on planetary news, and within minutes, outbreaks spread across the planet. All communication was cut off within an hour. By ten, the population of Osiris, without exception, was dead. The odds of another cross-galactic carrier anytime soon were low, but if things this destructive lurk within shooting distance of humanity, well, that makes it difficult to sleep soundly, doesn't it? So the four pharma megacorps banded together, developed their drone, and sent it out. Their reasoning was childishly simple. If this virus comes from that galaxy, then surely its predator will too. To summarize 200 years briefly, they found more than they'd bargained for. Not only did they discover a predator capable of deconstructing the xenovirus, what they found could spawn life forms capable of deconstructing any virus presented, and any bacteria, and any cancerous growths, and so on. In short, the Pharmacorps had either stumbled upon a gold mine or the destruction of their entire industry. So, it really works. We believe so. But aren't our guts, like, full of bacteria or something? Wouldn't it just kill us off if it tried to help? Exactly the correct question. But it never caused harm to anyone it was tested on, though it did not work on everything. It could not generate a cure mother for any animal except the most intelligent, nor could it affect humans without conscious brain function. And it never appeared to generate a cure for any illness the subject was not aware they'd contracted. Like the xenovirus that wiped out Osiris, its vector was, at least partially, cognitive. Goddamn thing can tell what you're thinking? You, of all people, should not be surprised by that. The Martian capsule you swallowed several years ago was Class B in its own right. You're lucky you destroyed its growth before Dark Matters could check in on you. How did you... I never told... Never mind. Dumb question to ask. Dark Matters, I guess. Procuring the Prime was simple compared to what came next. Negotiation. The four megacorps had to decide how to make a profit off their discovery, and carefully... If they moved without thinking, they could destroy their entire industry. But two centuries of research costs two centuries of funding, and one of these megacorps had just come out on the losing side of a war. Fresh Starts Incorporated. So, some Fresh Starts techs used the Prime to develop a new product, the bracelet which filters radiation from blood. It worked. That is precisely why it made the other three megacorps so angry. In one motion, Fresh Starts had eradicated an entire sector of pharmaceutical sales. Their profits led to catastrophic losses for every other corp in the industry. That is when the arguments began. By all accounts, they lasted several months, as each corp staked its claim to the Cure Mother Prime. Tensions rose nearly to a second galactic war only a few years after the first ended, until they noticed that the Cure Mother Prime was withering. And the more they argued over it, the more it withered. No matter how physically far away from it, they moved their conversation. The Cure Mother Prime can tell you're thinking about it just... wherever? As far as we know, yes. And if it thrives on supplying cures for thinking creatures, it withers when those creatures come into conflict over it. They tried keeping their conversations more civil after that. But every negotiation turned into a shouting match before long, and the Prime withered more. It used to fill its canister completely, as I understand. Hell. The only thing they could all agree upon was that if they couldn't profit from the Prime, nobody else should either. So they worked together to build a lockbox impenetrable to all but them. 
theoretically. Then why didn't they just destroy it? Money, of course. Because if they ever figured it out, if they ever cracked the puzzle of how to sate their greed endlessly off a life form endlessly opposed to greed, they would hold to themselves the entirety of the medical industry. So... What does this have to do with the other Class X radical? That's all I'm cleared to say. You didn't tell me anything. You talked to me about the thing I already know about. That's why I could tell you this much. Damn it, Sasha! I never act without reason, Juno. I gave you the story of the Cure Mother Prime so you could understand the severity of the situation. The Prime is a Class X radical because it could nearly end the concept of illness. It almost caused another galactic war. Its empathic abilities could rewrite modern scientific understanding. And that's dangerous? You said fire was class X, right? So what, we never should have made that either? I didn't say that. But if we're going to introduce such massive change to human life, Dark Matters believes we should be careful. Examine all possible outcomes first. While people get sick and die? The alternative could be worse. With all its many flaws, the present is largely livable. For you it is, maybe. Talk to Ransom, talk to Buddy, hell, talk to Vespa if you can get close enough without her biting your face off. Ask them where they came from, and you'll see just how goddamn livable- I don't need to, Juno. Remember, we grew up together. My lot was just as bad as yours. And if you knew what I've been through since our Academy days, I'm not sure you'd be so quick to call what I am livable. What does that mean? We're running out of time. More radicals besides these need my attention. I've already stayed on location at one assignment longer than the director should. Oh, come on, give me a hint. Animal, vegetable, mineral, whatever combo the prime counts as? I can't tell you. And to be frank, you've been living with it. You likely know more about it than I do. Think. Really think. Do you honestly believe I would withhold the cure for all illness if I didn't think it was necessary? I... I don't know. Damn it, I don't know. We've grown apart in many ways, Juno, but I swear to you that we still want the same fundamental thing. To help people. To keep them safe. I swear on Annie's grave that's true, Juno. And you know I would never go back on that. Never. Fine. I believe you. Happy? Happy is not the word I would use, but I am relieved. I have not lied to him just now. Annie, Juno, Mick, the people who comprise my earliest family, they are my only weaknesses now. Even to my oldest friend, revealing that leaves me feeling bare, vulnerable. It is perhaps the feeling I can stand the least. Regardless, I am now more certain than ever that I have Juno's complete cooperation. And through his next two interrogations, he proves just that. Steel, you're looking awful cozy on that side of the table. I don't like this any more than you do, but if what Dark Matters is saying is true, we have to answer a couple big questions here for all our sakes, all right? <sighs> First Ilke, then Sukuliak, though each passes so quickly they run together in my notes. There is nothing on this ship that they want that they do not already have. I hate to break it to you, big guy, but you're the only one who thinks that. What about I the- I do not think. I know. There is nothing on the ship that they want. It doesn't take long for me to confirm that my gamble has paid off for both me and Juno, even if he doesn't realize what I've done. Because it was clear from the start that I would never get any information from most of this family without force. But Juno 
I have made him talk many times before. The more desperate he gets, the more he gives away. And he is certainly getting desperate. They're saying someone on the ship ratted us out, gave away our position while we were going for the Cure Mother Prime. <laughs> you know, you had me going for a minute there, Steel. I thought you had guts. What? You want me to point the finger at Ransom so you don't have to, is that it? You took inventory of everyone on the ship, then picked the person with the biggest grudge against your boyfriend to do your dirty work. There is no mole! Your old friend is duping you and you're falling for it! What, you're just gonna let that lie? I'm insulting you, damn it! You could at least look like it! I don't know, Vespa, they have evidence. I don't give a damn about any evidence that comes from them! I'm not sure how you expect this conversation to progress then, Mrs. Ilke. Who the hell is talking to you? And in the end, this is the only lie I've told Juno outright. That he had a chance of saving his criminal partners to begin with. Big guy, I know things have been tense between us, but don't take this out on me. I am not. You look pissed. I am. Then, I don't know, what are you thinking? Anything could be a leap, please. I am thinking that I should have left you in the desert where I found you. Without my info extraction specialists, I can't trust a word out of these thieves' mouths. And so, when my team arrives tomorrow, they will take over with these criminals. All six of them. Unless I can get Juno to tell me where his crewmate and where that Class X radical are. Then I could spare him, at least. I owe him that. <clears throat> As predicted, neither Ilke nor Sekuliak gives anything away. I don't like Ransom. But he's not with Dark Matters. Too reliable. And that's the last thing I'm saying, so you might as well... There is nothing else on the ship they want. That is final. And predictably, Juno pushes each just a little too far. <sighs> All right, let her go. Really? That's it? What the hell is wrong with you? Sasha, we're done here. You... Come over here and say that, traitor! I'm trying to help us. It's not my fault you're too stupid for them to ask you instead. I would never work for the enemy! Oh, like your word's worth a goddamn thing, Vespa. You can lecture me all you want, but we both know as soon as things go boom, you're going to go for the throat of everyone on this goddamn ship. Honestly, it's a miracle neither has killed him already. Careful you don't let the unnatural disaster out, big guy. I know you have trouble with that. You just need to hold on a little longer. Ten minutes at a time, remember? Just count the seconds. Never taking a bet you aren't certain you'll win does entail spending quite some time stacking the deck in your favor. For three members of his family, I've put Juno exactly where I need him. And like any well-hidden trap, Juno won't notice he's stepped into it until I add the last piece, with his final interrogation. Hi, Mr. Steele. Hi, Rita. What the hell did they do to you? I don't know, boss. They mostly left me alone while I rolled around on the floor and cried a lot. But you're... What is that stuff all over you? You look like they tarred and feathered you or something. That's licorice squid snack powder, isn't it? Mint choco flavor. 
plus a lot of tears and maybe some boogers. I was crying and rolling on the floor for a while. They didn't let you wash it off? They had to give me the squids to make me stop crying enough to make it to the mess hall. And when I was done, I asked Mr. Agent to wipe it off because I couldn't get all the spots on my own, but he made a pukey face and I don't think he wanted to touch it. So I figured I'd just wait until later, except, oh, do they have showers in Super Prison, Mr. Steel? Because I love my licorice squids in my mouth, but they're less nice when they're in my hand, my fingernails. That's enough and... detail, I think. Juno, I don't need to remind you that this is your last chance. I know, thanks. Rita, I've just got a few questions for you. Don't worry about what you can and can't say. Just tell the truth, okay? On my DM comms, I set a short timer. The plan from here is simple. I give Juno free reign, but not enough time to use it. The timer goes off and makes a noise identical to when my DM comms receives a call. Then I say I am needed elsewhere and must wipe this location clean before I go. Then I pull my blaster on Rita. Will I shoot her? If he needs further persuasion. But by giving Juno the impossible task of making a close-knit band of thieves give one another up, I've rendered him useless and frustrated. And in that state, Juno will do anything to feel he can help an old friend. Did you see where Ransom went right before Dark Matters came in? I didn't even notice he was gone, boss. Unless... Unless what? Well... No, but that doesn't make any sense. It's okay. You have all the time you need. I glance at my DM comms. She has two and a half minutes. Well, back when that shape change he bought got me, it looked just like him, remember? I believe you. That bot didn't have any trouble moving through the walls, you know? I saw it crawling out of one in the mess hall right before it got me. Crawling through a wall? There was a kind of hatch. I don't think it came with the carte blanche, though. It looked kind of torn up. We didn't notice it because the bot welded it all shut behind it. So you watched the bot cut a hole in the wall? No, the hole was already cut. If it could just pop out of walls wherever and grab us, why would it bother disguising itself, you know? Keep going. So that bot planned... L10, what's the situation? Good. And keep this line open. Makes sense if Dark Matters was at the wheel. And it was fast, Mr. Steele. It popped out of that wall like it was nothing. But it just made me think, you know... Is there any reason Mr. Ransom couldn't have done that? What are you saying? Nothing. For Ransom to borrow the bot's tactic, he would have had to plan his escape ahead of time. Way before Dark Matters ever showed. Do you think he knew they were coming? I... No. I don't. There's a lot I still don't know about him, but he's clearly not working with them. And there's no way he'd sell us out, I'm sure of it. But why would he plan to escape? during such a beautiful wedding! Remember what he said back in Morpheus? A good thief always has multiple escape routes planned? Maybe he didn't plan to leave then. Maybe he was prepared to leave anywhere, anytime. That sounded but like... how come? I don't know, alright? I, I, I don't even know if we know enough to figure it out right now. Well, you don't need to yell at me about it! I am not yelling! For my plan to work, I need the comms to appear open when my alarm goes off. But that sound, that shaking in the floor... Well, I know an explosion when I hear one. I put the comms to my ear, and my timing couldn't be worse. Now, Rita. (laughs) (coughs) Agents, the suspects are escaping. I got a pin with my very own Mrs. Vespa Mega Assassin knife, boss. You should take a gun. Way ahead of you. Agents! Shout as much as you want, Director. Your agents aren't coming. This is very short-sighted, Juno. You're outnumbered. There are seven more agents on this vessel alone, with weapon tech you've never seen before. Perhaps this is the tech you mean, Madam Director? Arinko? I'd show you the agents themselves, but it would take quite a few trips to bring all their pieces here. My darling wife was thorough. 
don't need to describe it to her, bud. She's gonna feel it herself in a few seconds. I've confirmed that the hallway is clear. We should move quickly. All of you? And the Cure Mother Prime Oh, I learned from you, Wire. If you really want to get away with a good plan, you don't spring the trap until all the pieces are in place. In the moments that follow those words, I see exactly the shape of my mistake. My mistakes. First, Sekuliak raised his distraction, exactly ten minutes after Juno told him. Careful you don't let the unnatural disaster out, big guy. I know you have trouble with that. You just need to hold on a little longer. Ten minutes at a time, remember? Just count the seconds. Juno knew Sekuliak could draw my agents away because Orinko told him so. Two guards, and every time he so much as coughs, every agent on the ship jumps near out of their suit. She told him quite a lot, including how she planned to break out of her own cell with his assistance. Medical-grade disinfecting typically only possesses 3% hydrogen peroxide because it's incredibly caustic, but the stuff Vespa uses for her experiments, why, that can get as high as 40. Some chemical and nail polish remover cleans food residue Because hydrogen peroxide and acetone, the acting chemical in nail polish remover, create a powerful explosive when combined. And that's how Arenko broke out of her cell. The acetone my agent gave her on my orders. His instructions to Ilke were the most transparent in retrospect. I only missed them because it seemed absurd to me that they should ever cooperate at all. Now, as soon as things go boom, you're going to go for the throat of everyone on this goddamn ship. So once the boom freed Arinko and Arinko freed Ilke, the assassin prepared herself, incapacitated one of my agents, took their weapon, and subdued the rest. Arinko supplied the intel. Juno tied it together into a strategy. After all, she told him from the start that Rita had the means to subdue me. Constantly, I hear her tapping on the metal plate of the wall. Ting, 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 ting. A noise that goes completely through me. Even that sound, that ting, ting, ting. Metal on metal. And if all cutlery and silverware had been confiscated from the mess hall, Rita must have brought something metal with her. One of Ilke's knives. And I never should have written her off, either. Not a natural con artist, perhaps, but clearly dedicated. <laughs> She managed to avoid being searched by the rookie I set as her guard, after all. Then I asked Mr. Agent to wipe it off, because I couldn't get all the spots on my own, but he made a pukey face, and I don't think he wanted to touch it, so I began Aligned to- like this, it's plain to see what's happened on this mission. I set a trap whereby Juno would think he was interrogating his crew, only to be proven wrong. And meanwhile, Juno set a trap whereby I would think I was in control, only to be proven wrong. My failure is total. And now I wait for the bloody end it has earned me. Bet you have no idea how much your fancy tech hurts, do you, Director? Vespa? Like this one. I like this one. Combo taser and dagger. Just getting nicked by the damn thing made me want to peel my skin off. Why don't we leave it in your guts for a while? See how that feels. Put the knife away. We're not killing her. Man, why the hell not? Because I say so, and I just spent the last four hours putting this goddamn escape together, all right? A sound reason if ever I've heard one. But- we do not have time to argue. If you want to keep your friend alive, Juno, you must tell us how you plan to neutralize her as a threat now. This is a stupid move to make, Juno. Why do you think I want your pity? No, I agree with Supercop. What the hell are you thinking? Juno looks at each of his criminal partners, but it isn't until he looks back at me that I see what my gravest error really was. Because I recognize his stare as it passes from Ilke, Rita, 
Arenko Sikuliak. It's the same look I only ever saw him cast at Nick and myself, our family of hardship and circumstance. And when he turns to me, I expect his old and bottomless rage. But for a moment, he gives me the same look as the rest. I am still his family. And that's when I truly understand how much Juno Steel has changed. For where the old Juno might have screamed, thrown his fists, or stormed out, this one lets me see that look and says calmly, If she can't call in backup, she can't do anything to us. So tie her up, take her comms, and let's get out of here. I've answered enough questions for one lousy day. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you'll receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actor Joshua Elon and co-creator Sophie Takagi Kaner. Sex radicals are. They're just things that are like super rad. So off the hook. Just so, so cool. <laughs> it's That's your, a class X radical. It's your it's your cousin's punk band. <laughs> uh, and Dark Matters is like we have to They have to take them out. <laughs> it's dangerous for humanity that a band rock that hard. <laughs> Dogs on skateboards would change the corset, yeah. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you posters and postcards from our resident artists, Sharon O and Milo Mars, as well as shirts, pins, socks, soundtracks, and videos of our live shows. Just go to dftba.com and search for the Penumbra Podcast. We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Alice the Time Lord, Alex Figueroa, in memory of Spiral Opal, Joa Steele and the navy blue art of it all, Jeanette, Valentin, Ren McKinnon, Lucy Biles, Deity Hearted, Tazatui, Mango Citrus, Michael David Smith, Forgot to Change My Name Last Time, Dabs, Liz Nexus, Wynn Buckley and the Audacity of this podcast, Sir Damien's Bubble Butt Appreciation Squad, Caroline Seidman, Freya, Jay Yanizelli, Karen ZH, Dante Smith, Red L, Kim Dauber, NB Shaper, Minchowski, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steel and What Lies Beyond, was told by the following people Sophie Takagi Kaner as Sasha Wire, Joshua Elon as Juno, Sarah Gazdovich as Buddy, Chloe Cunha as Vespa, Alexander Stravinsky as Jet, and Kate Jones as Rita. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. 
I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear travelers. We hope you will join us again soon.